Hey, all right, and welcome to Better Yet. I'm Tim Crisp. I'm the host of this show, and this week we are taking a trip back into our archives. We're revisiting our live episode from August of 2017. This episode was recorded in the first Better Yet HQ, my old apartment in Chicago, and it features a Hall of Fame lineup. Julian Dave of Rat Boys, Miranda Winters of Milk Belly, Chris Sutter of Meatwave, and Deanna Bellows of Sincere Engineer. This is one of the best nights of my life, my friends. I'm happy to share it with you this week. Happy to let you know that we'll be back with a new episode on Tuesday of next week. And for now, let's go back to episode number 66. We'll see you next week. Thanks, boys. One, two, three... Welcome to episode number 66 of the Better Yet Podcast. I'm Tim Crisp, your host. <laughs> Better Yet is a long-form interview podcast featuring musicians talking about influence, talking about writing, and talking about being around. Welcome to my living room. Um, this is something that I have wanted to do since I started thinking about doing this podcast, which, um, which I was thinking about doing for a very long time before I actually started to do it, but as you can tell by the layout of this place right now, I am moving tomorrow, and, um, I've been in this apartment for three years, and... You, a lot of life happens in three years and uh, this podcast was conceived incubated and with the exception of two early interviews every single thing that has been recorded for this has been done in this space within these walls and I am uh, ex- just so thankful for it and um, very very happy to be sharing uh, my last night in this apartment with all of you. It's fucking unbelievable that you are here. And um, the reason that I had it and decided to have it at my apartment is because I figured that like there was a lot less pressure in having people show up to your show at your apartment as opposed to somewhere else. So, um, but we filled it up. And that's awesome. Thank you all so much for coming. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while. I've been wanting to do a live show for a while. And when I started to finally, like, I guess consider there, there are a lot of, like, pipe dreams that I have. There's a lot of things that I think about doing all the time. And I just really spend a lot of energy just thinking about doing them. And it's a pretty recent development in my life of just deciding that if there's something that I feel like doing, I should just do it. So, the first ever live episode of the podcast. There are t-shirts in the back. <laughs> and we're going to have some fun. So we got four fucking wonderful guests. Deanna Bellows, Sincere Engineer, is here. Chris Sutter, Meatwave, is here. Miranda Winters, Milk Belly, is here. Julia Steiner, 
Dave Sagan, Rat Boys are here. What we're going to do, everybody's going to come up. They're going to play some songs. We're going to talk about them. We're going to get some stories, some insights, unpack it. All that context that I love and that I've spent 700 hours documenting. So, please help me in welcoming our first guest, Deanna Bellos. Listen to you play, okay. and then I um, there's like a huge hole in the crotch of my pants, so I can't like sit comfortably. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I got these khakis at the Gap. <laughs> you good? Everything set up? Oh my How you feel? How you feel? Fine. <laughs> We're kind of just winging it. We're kind of just, uh, nobody's ever done this before. I feel like, I feel like a squirrel. There's no, like, there's no set. There's no, like, oh, we can just do what these people do. We're fucking trudging our own paths. Um, I know. Reason I wanted to have you on, uh, First, it was because we met an hour and a half ago. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else has done the, the podcast before. You're the first one that's like doing it for the first time. Where'd you grow up? Um, Orland Park, Illinois. Western suburbs, right? South. Well, all right. All I went to that mall once. Orland Square? Yeah, it's a good mall. I got some Air Maxes there. If anybody is a size 10 and a half, wants a pair of Air Maxes? Yeah. 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 Alex, if you want them, we could maybe, I could not pay you for doing sound. Air Maxes from you. Well, no, you wouldn't be buying them. That would be my payment for you doing sound. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. And we, got a, we got a long night ahead of us. Um, Orland Park. Southwest yeah. suburbs of Chicago. So, um, so you were going to shows in here for how long? How long have you been coming to the city to go to shows? Um, a long time. I don't know. I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. When did you start playing since you're engineer? Um, 2015. What's that? How old are you? <laughs> 24. <laughs> I don't like numbers. I feel like every answer has been numbers. So. <laughs> uh, like, you know, yeah. What's six times eight? No, I'm just Don't kidding. do that. <laughs> 48. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, it is. It is. I was good at my multiplication tables. But you, and you've been playing, okay, since 2015. Uh, I played guitar for longer, but I like started playing shows in 2015. Well, it's good that you started playing guitar before you started playing yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some, like, weird avant shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, 
Is this going well? I feel like everything's... <laughs> killing it. You're killing it. Um, so you've been playing... Alright, so, so briefly, you're playing, by, you're playing solo, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, Matt Jordan, front of the show, is <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna make a record together. Yeah. Right? Is that how it goes? Basically. Were you like, who is this fool? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so my friend Will and uh, Will Seals of Droughts, uh-huh. um, he was like, or I don't know, Matt came up to me after a show once and was like, I record bands, you should like let me record you. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay. And then, and like, you know, whatever. So I left and then my friend Will was like, you, do you know who that was? You should keep his number. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, do you know who that was? He recorded a three-song demo by Tim Crisp in... Six. Um, Had one of those songs in Open E. Wow. I have two songs. Yeah, I like Wilco. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's a good tuning. I agree. (laughs) Anyway, you want to play a song? Right now? No. (laughs) No, no, I I can do it. I can do it. I'm here to do that. Hell yeah. Um, which one? Are you supposed to tell me? Um, uh, yeah, I guess. I got corn dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's this song about? Um, it was about like moving out of my parents' house and like trying to figure out how to take care of myself. Yeah. And like the first time I bought groceries for myself, I bought like a box of corn dogs because I thought that'd be a good idea. <laughs> and uh. Hell yeah. I don't know. That's about it. Are they mini corn dogs? Or like... No. Full size. Full size corn dog? <laughs> Damn. I'm a stick. You got a lot of learning to do. You got to upgrade a full size corn dog. <laughs> they're not even good. Like, I moved out two years ago. Of course ago. they're not good. Yeah. <laughs> I still have them. <laughs> like, the box of 18, there's 17. <laughs> well, then, hold on. No, I know the song says I had another yeah. one, oh, which would mean at least right. two. I know. Yeah. I'm not good at math. All right. But wait. Oh, okay, that's fine. What's up? There, you told me to have a story with it. Yeah, you got it? Kind of. It's not good. Hell yeah. Um, there's, like, a line about me, like, uh, hitting my head on the door uh-huh. or something. You'll hear it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it's actually, like, it, in real life, it was a toilet. But I, like, I ch- changed the words so, like, in case my mom heard it, it wasn't, like, super concerning. <laughs> um, like the corn dog thing is already a little concerning. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, like, what, what's funny is, like, toilet also rhymes there, so, like, if I ever wanted to... Yeah, that's a rare I'm not gonna do it, I didn't. <laughs> uh, like, forehead and toilet, you know, it's like a... Oh, yeah, sure, You sure. can make you it can work. You inflect. <laughs> Alright, you want All right. me to play this? Yeah, hit Can it. I move this? Sure. Is, is it, it gonna, like, mess everything up? Is it good? <laughs> you can move it wherever. I mean, it's this, this so pants cool. issue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I mess it up by touching it? No. Okay. I'm just gonna play it, I guess. I like it. I think it's endearing. Yeah. What? She said, do the best thing on the planet. Oh. <laughs> you guys talking about the dog? Yeah. Okay. You're, the, you're the second best <laughs> thing on the planet. I didn't know if I needed to be like, oh. <laughs> Alright, hit it. I'm not ready. Okay. <clears throat> 
How do you want me to do this? <laughs> just like, it, does this need to be? Okay. No, no, no. He's got it. He's a professional. I'm not. He works at. He, oh, yes. He works at Big and Rich's studio. Yeah. Not anymore. Well, I said it works. <laughs> I thought this mic was picking up. Shaking. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> the song is called Corn Dog. Corn dog, I fell asleep. I feel weird now. I had a bad dream about you and me. It's been a few days. I took a shower. I watched the TV and put a sunflower. I'm still learning how to be. And what am I supposed to do now? What am I supposed to do now when you're still not around and you're all I think about? supposed to do now what am i high what am i supposed to do now remember last night the drunk and run in my front door mad with my forehead this bruise ain't so bad it's all right kitchen lighting no one will see it song on the record. Wait, did, did I need a story for this one too? Because I also have one. It's also, okay, I don't know. Never mind. Well, right now? Uh, so like, I was at my boyfriend's house and he was like singing in the bathroom and like he was like brushing his teeth or something. He like kept like saying something and then like singing in the bathroom after it. Uh huh. So it was like surround like, top. Brushing my teeth. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I mean it could it could it was like, I mean the one that I stuck with obviously is ceramic tile in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then like it kept getting weirder and weirder and he'd be like combing pubes in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and building wig moms in the bathroom. <laughs> uh. So. When he came back, I was like, I'm gonna steal the ceramic tile one because it was kind of like poetic to me. Yeah, that's where this nice. came I from. I like this. The song like kind of follows in that tradition of like, you know, 
just taking place entirely on the bathroom floor. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking about I just made a video for it. There was a lot of floor, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Favorite on the record? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Matt? It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> I agree. For Matt. I also like screw up. For the record. Okay. For the record. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. For LP. <laughs> Should I? Okay. The song also doesn't translate to like acoustic well, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You're the. You said. You I'm just. To do I'm it. buying time to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Take your time. Ceramic tile in the bathroom. You make me dizzy on this drunken afternoon, but you're cold against my face when I lie down. admissions essay and he's like well, I... it was the most I ever threw up and it changed me forever <laughs> I like that thanks came up with it at Cafe Streets today <laughs> <laughs> nice wrote it down on this note card sweet <laughs> so when we were talking when we were doing pre-pro we were talking about like what you were going to play yeah and I was like well, you gotta play Shattering yeah that's the hit and you're you like, so? oh, interesting. Like, I don't want it you, to be the hit. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's gonna be because, like, everyone from Chicago is obsessed with Chicago things. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. But like, I was listening like, at Corn Dogs, and I was like, oh man, if this was Chicago-style hot dogs, <laughs> so great. People eat that. We're so shit good. <laughs> I don't know. What's the song about? This one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I do know. Um, <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! Uh, I don't know. Like, feeling worthless or whatever. How's that? Stock answer. That's what I need. That's <laughs> what I need. I, I mean, it's like, I am nothing. I am nothing. Nah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah. It's like a running theme in the sincere engineer discography. Is it? 
yeah, a little bit. I'm like, dude, you're doing fine. <laughs> you you're doing it. fine. Uh, oh, yeah. What? I said, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dog just ripped a bong. <laughs> I thought I was putting him to sleep. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> right. Nice. Um, I don't have any cool stories about this one. It took like, I don't know. It just, I like the song so much, yeah, so I'm just stuck there playing it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a <laughs> good per match or... <laughs> You're great! You're so great! <laughs> um, um, this is shattering. <clears throat> I'm gonna jump in Lake Michigan and swim out as far as I can. And you should come with me, you should come with me. I'm gonna jump in Lake Michigan and swim out as far as I can And you should swim with me, you should swim with me October 20th on Red Scare. Holy Correct. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Red Scare. Yeah. My God. I um, thank you so much of course, for doing this. This won't get out. No one will see that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Come back in October. Of course. We'll do the whole thing. And yeah, I'll, yeah. Just, I'll just grill you. I'll be, be less weird. <laughs> nice. Do we have air conditioning at no. the new place? No. <laughs> I'm gonna wear pants that don't have a hole in them. That sounds great. Yeah. I can't wait. Cool. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, Bellows. My next guest, the wonderful Meat Wave, Chris Sutter. Yeah. 
that we had when you were working the door at Scofflaw. I know, I wanted to say this, is that I was I uh, was working at the bar on the corner there, and I was the door person, and Tim and Chloe are like the celebrities of the fucking neighborhood. Like, <laughs> I, feel like you, I feel like you're a really good dog owner because you walk that dog like 10 times a night. <laughs> and and so, in, I gotta keep her in shape. <laughs> Great job, right? And so Tim would always come up and talk to me about books or uh, Chloe or whatever. So it was nice to see you. That was like the, the nice night of Yeah, the... it was great. You were reading White Noise. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the best book ever. Right? I got four copies of it. Yeah, the book See rolls. ya. My favorite time. <laughs> Hell, my favorite time that I saw you at Scofflaw, I was, I was walking Chloe and... Um, you know, I come up to the door, and a coworker of yours, uh, very good-looking young woman, uh, comes up, and she's like, oh, my God, can I pet your dog? And I was like, yes, you can pet my dog. That's the reason I have this thing. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet, and she's so fluffy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I gave her a bath today. She was, she was rolling around in a dead rat, so she was like, <laughs> kind of mad at me. It's hard not to uh, just fall in love immediately. <laughs> well, every time I go past her now, I just, like, I, I, see, I see her, and she just, like, looks away. Who is it? I don't know. Who is she? Somebody that I blew it with right away. Like, immediately. Like, the perfect in. And yep. I was like, the worst thing that I could have possibly said. And here. Right. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. I don't know. Um, things going well for you, though. I mean, people are talking about the incessant a lot. Are they? Yes. <laughs> Keep up with this shit. Yeah, people like that record. Well, that's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how's it been feeling, you know, th those songs are like so much more personal. Than yeah. Like Delusion Moon. Yeah, has, yeah. has the experience been any different? Like, well, it's, it's like a nice um, marker, I think, like to see where you were, kind of, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. Like, it's funny, like, when we will do like a record, I'm so pumped on it. Right. I like listen to it a lot before it comes out. And then when it comes out, it's like... I don't touch it, and like I can start to look back, and yeah. like I seem so young and naive, you know, <laughs> like immediately. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it's six months. Right. Removed from anything. You're right. A moron. Yeah. And totally. Everything, is, everything that was so terrible. Totally. Then. Yeah. I mean, it's all terrible still, right? But um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's interesting that, you, that you've been able to like 
kind of game because you were man you were a dark place I well we talked to you. Like, I, oh. I think we had like a therapy session when I was here I was definitely having a therapy session I think I told you that record made me feel like I was rotting <laughs> well like it was you nice you were just like you... oh cool man <laughs> it was nice that you listened like you actually listened to it it seemed like I listened to the... that record because we I kind of had a scheduling gap with it I was just like waiting figured we could talk whenever because you know that's buds. That's right. Um, and, but then you were leaving, like, I think three days after I got in touch with you. About talking I about left this. the day that we talked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, marathon that. And, yeah, one night, I listened to that record, like, eight times in a row one night. I felt, That's not I would not yeah. recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you but know no, what's funny? thank you. Thank you know you. what's funny is that I just found a paycheck from that, I'm, I'm pinpointing it too, just from that week. I got paid that week, and I didn't cash my check. How much? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> Look at this place. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think there's a reason why I didn't cash that paycheck. Was Wait, you didn't cash it? Yeah, no, I just found it when I was moving. Oh, well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, well, it's great, but I was like so fucking bummed out. That's probably why I didn't cash my paycheck. Because <laughs> you're poor? Your... No, because <laughs> this isn't your goddamn record. It made me feel terrible. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, it's just one thing, you know? It's just yeah. a thing, and now it's... Now it's, past, not, now it's now it's now I'm unemployed and I got a paycheck so that's cool. Fuck it. Um, so what are you gonna do first? Uh, I'll play Delusion Moon, which is not on the inception. <laughs> I hope that picked up. Sorry, this this amp fucking sucks, but yeah, I think we're fine. I'm, gl I'm glad yeah. you brought it. <laughs> So we, we talked about this song a little bit before you came on, and uh, you talked about wanting to write a pop song. Well, uh, yeah, I love pop songs, most of all. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, four. Uh, but I w I'm, like, really into just fucking, uh, fucking it up, you know, a little bit. So we had, I had the idea of just a song with just a constant build-up. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, you said that. I was like, oh, that's exactly what this song is. I never thought about that. Right. And then I started thinking about, you know, New Day Rising, like, one of my favorite Husker Du songs. Yes. And that's just a build. It's just tension. Right, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. I think it's because uh, you got you got this tense buildup right. underneath this like, you know, so in, I hate the word infectious, but it's an infectious vocal melody. Every delusion <laughs> Thank you. Underneath this chaos. So right. You're gonna play it, and I hope if that amp, that amp messes up. <sighs> no, as up. long as nothing moves. Oh yeah. <laughs> Should be fine. All right. Sun's never coming up Delusion moon Thief don't know how to rob Delusion moon Self-employed inside job Delusion moon 
How many walk atop? Can't you see? Upon apart from Queenie, I from wing. Everyone in between, but no, you won't budge. You versus. Turn of the century Delusion moon Hundreds of years from me Delusion moon Half-assed humanity Delusion moon One miss will follow me what myths will follow me? This will follow me. Thank you. It's so weird. I know we said that you would just play the next song, but do you? So is that? Is that how that starts? Do you, do you write that song that way? Or um, is this like you're reworking it with this space in mind? A little bit. It's more like with the band yeah. in mind. Because uh -huh. uh, the band really like... Like uh, Ryan, who plays drums, like I kind of always have him in mind. Because I feel like we're on kind of a... You've been playing with him for... For yeah, like, yeah, a long Truman, time. Right? Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's just like really busy... Like yeah. a lot of role, he's gonna hate me if I say that, but like he's just like he's great. Um, but Louis I just Marcus always... is the same way. Like, he and Marcus are like so similar in the yeah, way they totally, play. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, know what they're gonna do. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely like just imagining a band. It's just me like really lamely like trying to play. Yeah. Like there's a band there. <laughs> Hell yeah! I, I love that version. I was thanks man. caught off guard by how not good it was, but anyways, you know what I mean. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I wouldn't do this, I don't think, if if uh, you weren't here. And Tim is great and does like a fucking great job. Uh, Continue. Right. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. It's very sweet of you to say. Um, so the incessant yes. title track on yes. Tell me about the parts. Right. Um, well, like. As, like, you're fucking around, like, you come across a lot of different, like, parts you have, and it's not necessarily for anything. So I, like, kind of challenged myself to, like, put um, parts together that I had written, like, guitar parts that didn't necessarily work out, but, like, just, like, kind of forcibly, like, meshed them together. Yeah. So kind of all the guitar parts and, like, I guess the progression of the song is kind of just forced like the the main riff had like a totally different rhythm, and I had this other chorusy thing, and yeah, uh, is so that I trial just, and error, or is that yeah, I think so, yeah, and just thinking about it a lot, I guess, and uh, trying to make it work. And I guess this song this song is also like um, like I don't know how people write tend to write songs or like lyrics, but I feel like sitting down and like writing the lyrics is like really hard. 
and kind of awkward. So I started with this song. I kind of started this new method, which I'm not, I'm not like breaking new ground or anything. There are like a lot of people have fucking done this, and I'm not, you know. Uh, but just like stream of consciousness, kind of like. Did you coin that term? Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, stream, stream of consciousness, uh, writing your thoughts, you know, uh, and like your day and blah blah blah. Um, and kind of pulling from that, kind making that into, into lyrics or like themes or, yeah, yeah, or whatever. So that was, this was like. kind of like the catalyst to that whole way of doing yeah. it for me, which like really helps and makes it a lot less awkward. Like writing a song, like, like it kind of sounds like you're speaking and not, right. you know. Well, one of the things that I like about this song is that you have a lot of phrases, especially at the very beginning of it, where, you know, they're just there. Right. And they kind of, you know, a phrase like prison factory or zoning committee, like mm-hmm. it evokes so much and it's not like you're it's not like you're saying what you're feeling about it, you're just putting it there and allowing it to do the work for you almost. Right, yeah. Just being a little more free about it, I think, is, is good. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> right, you wanna play it? Sure, yeah. Let's see if I'm Jamie sent me the lyrics. 
do it actually. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever done? Set both ears apart to the hospital. Are anxious or confused? Fuck! I'm just gonna skip ahead. Are you scared? Are you alone? <laughs> I don't do this often. Alright, I'm just gonna go to the good part. The incessant. Doesn't come you forget like a does. word when you got a band behind. I you. forgot like, a lot of words. I, I noticed. Um, <laughs> I was fucked up. Like, oh well. If you got a band. It's like who gives a shit? Um, right. But I mean, you know, we were talking about like the free associative phrases that you have there. But then at a certain point, you know, you say something like banal sensation, following a dream. Like then all of a sudden, like okay, you're building towards a narrative here. And like what you end up doing with that song is sort of throwing these phrases that some of them feel like very, very personally attached to, and others are just like it feels like you're doing you're watching TV or you know it's just all like happening around you, and it's just like kind of coming together. So it's a really interesting take, I think, on that that song feels so right now, you know, and like what you're going through and like. And feeling it in that way, you get to the line, the cop just shoots, and you're so exhausted. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I think that's the power of um, write, like writing. I'm so into this like formula now of just like you have these very extremely heavy thoughts and you have uh, extremely... Um, arbitrary thought and yeah. kind of mixing those together uh, as if it were just a, a regular day, I feel like is fun, uh, fun in a way, like yeah. for writing purposes, you know? Yeah, certainly. I mean, you can tinker with emotion so right. well with yeah. that. And like, I mean, some of those phrases just stand just so well. They, they work. I wish you guys could have heard them. Maybe next time. Uh... <laughs> I'm not inviting you back after that. Are you kidding? I'm just kidding. 
Um, what are you gonna play? Uh, I'm gonna play a song called Sunlight. Tell me about this. This is an song. older song. Yeah. I feel like at the time of like uh, when I was writing songs that the, like that this kind of era for like this came from, you know. It's off the of delusion um, moon. Off of delusion moon. It's writing about like a lot of uh, th- like observatory things, you know, people I would see or behaviors. Mm-hmm. But this song was kind of more um, uh, inward feeling, and it was, it's basically about how uh, how you spend your day, how you use the sunlight. Uh, do you use it to you know lay around in, in the sun, or do you use it for productivity? Yeah, um, and just kind of like trying to hang on to very influential, like, feel when you're feeling really inspired. Um, trying to, like, keep that and, like, kind of, like, bottle that up. Yeah, for sure. You, that's very wholesome. And well, you have it... I mean, I tried, you know. I was, like, trying. Yeah. Well, no, you did a good job. I'm not giving you a hard but time. But just in life, you know. Yeah. No, absolutely. I feel like so much of my day is spent, like, figuring out what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. You think about time. it too much. Yeah. Know? But, I mean, I, I think that that's, like, good and wholesome emotion. And the reason I point that out is because the song is just so tense. And right, well, yeah, and I wanted, like, another, this is another thing is I wanted to write a song with, like, one note, one guitar note. Yeah. Basically the whole time while maybe the bass and, like, drums did other shit, you know. Um, so it's just another, like, little experiment, you know. It's worked fun. out. You want to play it? Tim. Yeah, let's play it. I like what you do. <laughs> All right, let's just do it, I guess, huh?
Milk Belly. You got a pretty exciting couple months coming up, build up. Oh, yeah. That record? Yeah. Comes out October 13th? 13th, yeah, Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Very easy to remember. Um, when we talked in December, I believe it was done. Yeah. And it had been done. Yeah. And you were sitting on it. Yeah. Uh, that had to be terrible. I mean, it, was, it seemed bad then, but... Well, no, it wasn't... I wouldn't call it terrible. It was... We gave ourselves a set amount of time that uh-huh. we wanted to kind of, like, figure out what we were going to do with it. And then two months after that time period had ended, we figured it out. So it was, like, almost... Almost on course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it felt like... I don't know. I was just like, I, I remember talking to you about that, and then... Um, I remember complaining about it a lot. Well, See, now I'm remembering. Uh, I was, I did seem upset about it then. A little bit. I, I <laughs> understood. And then, you know, I'm, I'm seeing, like, stereo gums, like, Milk Belly's the best band in the universe. And, yeah. And talking to uh, someone who shall remain unnamed from a label... Who shall also remain unnamed. What? Saying, I was like, well, they hit me up. And they were like, love the show. And I was like, that's great. And they were like, yeah, love that Miranda interview. And I said, you know, some, just looking to put that record out. And they were like, I know. I was like, well, then do it. And Who was it? I'm not telling you. <laughs> um, but you, you got someone. Sadie. Yeah. Dupuis. Yep. And it's the first release on Wax Nine. Right. Which is you're gonna get the treatment. <laughs> first release. They're gonna yeah. push that thing to the moon. I hope so. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um and she is already a huge fan of yours. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that essay that she wrote about the song that you're about to play. Bathroom yeah. at the Beach. I think she called it her summer jam of twenty fifteen. Yeah. It's a great song. Total surprise. <laughs> Didn't really know her at all then. So. Really? Yeah. So has she reached out to you? Yeah. Um, I think... This is great. It's this wonderful. ice cream truck music. 
I remember running down the stairs one time, and my second floor neighbor was coming up the stairs, and I just yelled, ice cream! <laughs> she was like, oh my god! She's like, I'm sober, I don't know what else to get excited about! Yeah, it's ice cream. Well, I mean, this this song, um, it kind of differs from a lot of Milk Belly songs because it's verse, pre-chorus, chorus. Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did that intentionally? Well, no. I mean, that's just how I, I guess, not now, not always, but it used to be mainly how I wrote songs. Uh-huh. So this was definitely one of those songs that I wrote and then I just gave to the band to try and mess up a little bit. Yeah, you just wrote um, it on acoustic? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much everything that I write, I write on this, like, shitty, uh, like, classical guitar that I have at home. Yeah. yeah. How long have you had it? Uh, nine years, I think. You go back to Providence? Mm, right after. Right after. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, you do remember one. <laughs> you want to play it? Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's so weird to be playing these songs without I'm so freaking excited everyone that you're else <clears throat> that's my disclaimer Terrible, terrible, terrible. 
Actually horrible, but yeah. I said terrible. But it's sort of the same thing, so what, what's um what's the Schomburg shout out? Oh. Um the it's about that's about the car spire. Oh yeah, and how that's and not how there anymore. Falsely placed in Wayne's world as if it was in the city. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. Elk Mountain. Um you wanna t- <laughs> Yes. Um, you want to uh, walk me through the process of putting this song together and maybe like the uh, I feel like this stands out as a as a milk belly it gets the milk belly treatment for the yeah. way you guys put songs together this song was a little bit different yeah so like when we first started writing songs like Bathroom at the Beach was kind of early on and that uh-huh. was again just like me writing a song and bringing it in yeah and then like Elk Mountain was one of the first times I was writing and thinking about the fact that it was going to be given to James and Liam and Bart to do something with. So normally I'll start with lyrics or a melody, but this kind of started with, I wrote all the guitar parts first. And at first when I brought it to them, they said, this sounds like like a Spies theme song. I don't know about this. Like a spy. Oh, like like a spy movie. Yeah. Um, but is there a line that like is particularly spot net? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of maybe it was initially the way that I played it. it sounded a little uh-huh. more spyish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like Flint, it's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Powers. Reference. Oh, I don't. Yeah, sorry. Um, You're missing out. Yeah. And then we kind of fought a little bit because I was singing, and then Bart was like, "Maybe we could try like." Singing a little less, and then yeah. singing a little less, and then singing a little less until it was no longer singing at all, but uh-huh. it was speaking. Yeah. And I was like, "This is weird. And I don't know if I like it." But then I got into it. So. Yeah, because you, the, there's dialogue in this song you're talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's dialogue. Um, tell me, like, that dialogue is super funny. I guess just because it's it's so like fragmented and it's like, you know nobody's like actually responding to what's being said to them they're just like kind of blurting out these like strange things which you do a lot in your in your words like if you read them flat it's like what is she talking about yeah because yeah i just you you just throw it down yeah just like and when i wake up in the morning i try and like just write a whole bunch of whatever like out yeah and then i'll go through the pages and kind of like find things that Uh i like and <laughs> she was doing it first. Um, cool. You want to play? Yeah. Tell me if I'm getting like too close to. Uh, this is what you mean. Okay. <laughs> messages and then majorly checked out so I'm like turn it up cousin compost 
Do the lights go off? Is there dirt in your ears? No, you're the boy with the square eyes, and he goes, television? Yup. Then Philip showed up and started talking about the freshwater babies, like, hey, Rusty, why can't you speak? Why can't you speak to me? Rusty, why do you ever speak to anybody normally? song is really it's just four parts you know and it's, it's kind of like four did it was it brought that way or yeah because you you do have a process too of like kind of practicing a lot and then listening to tapes and kind of putting it back together yeah right? constructing think, things that way yeah and i i think um i mean most of it was there it all kind of got dumped at once uh-huh. that end part was definitely something that was worked on and built up totally separately yeah because a lot of the important elements like in that section are the drums and bart yeah yeah and liam they all go crazy yeah they do um it's it's really nice hearing you know just you and a guitar because i think that you have a real ability to to like really inflect in a way that like the weirdest lines in that song are just like heightened into this almost like horrific way the way that you present them you're looking at me fine no i'm just listening um 
is that, I guess, where are you taking from with that? Or is that just, like, kind of an understanding of, like, what your voice does well and how it works with your writing? Like, the inflections for various lines? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm just, uh, I'm just remembering the feeling that I had when I wrote the lyric, or it's, like, a very... I don't know. All, all of the lyrics in these songs are, are very specific and, and personal and have a lot of stuff attached to them. So, uh-huh. yeah. This song is like comes from a pretty creepy place. It is creepy. For me. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to try and make sure people understand that we're talking about something creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way of doing it without being too specific. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a yeah. real strength of yours. But then, of course, when you play in a band where no one can hear what you're saying anyway, you kind of have to like well, that's why you buy the record to bring it home. <laughs> um, so you're gonna play a new song? Yeah. What? Well, I mean, this song is like super weird to play by myself because the, I well, it's not new. It's probably like a year and a half old. Right. It's the that's first song that we have written record. for the next record. But uh-huh. I guess like, oh yeah, it came out as a single last week. Yeah, so it is it, new. Available on Spotify. Yeah. In Bandcamp. And band camp. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Um, yeah. How is it going through this process? Putting singles out, like doing the... It's, I mean, it's different than anything that you've done before, right? I mean, it's weird. Yeah. It's cool. It's like... Uh, we're used to doing like absolutely everything. Yeah. I mean, and we still do a lot of shit, but like having people help you is like super... It's weird. It's nice. But yeah. It's also like, wait, what? For sure. I don't have to do this? So, That's yeah. awesome. That's nice. Cool. OK. So this song is called Middle Of. And uh, it's about some shit that we saw on the side of the road when we were on tour on the West Coast. But when I initially wrote this song, it was super slow and like folky. Um, and it was not accepted as it was in the practice space. No, those chords are like too expected. So let's change some stuff up. Are you good with like? Letting that, letting it go? I'm good with letting it go. Yeah. I think I say yes, but I'd be interested to see what everyone else says. Uh-huh. But uh, funny you should say that because I'm going to play the original version. Oh! Because, because like, it's a good thing Bart's not here. Yeah, they'll all freak out. Um, I mean, the, the single's better than this version, but here it is. Okay. Um, let's see if you remember how to play it. She saw we're bumping across the whole hilled nation, hemming in, hawing in, pissing and sleep. Turns out the road is filled with modern comforts and toads, some gum and mega eats. Holes in middle, biggest holes in middle of 
isn't she lucky? If you were alive, then the ship sure would be trouble for you bumping across the whole hill nation. Him, her, piss, sleep turns out the road is filled with modern comforts and toads. Some gum. song about the shit that you saw out there and now you got a song about the shit that you see on the west coast yeah. in the van. <laughs> yeah. Nothing Valley out on Friday the 13th. Yep. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Please help me in welcoming our fourth and final Julia Steiner, Dave Sagan, Rat Boys. <laughs> Julia is the, you are now tied, three-time guest on the show. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> David Anthony, where you at? You're in good company. Sick. Dave, we've never met before tonight. Yeah. You know, you I- You are so gracious. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for coming. One time I saw you at a show, Dave. I told you this story already, Julia. I'm sorry. But you were wearing this, this Edmonton Oilers Wayne Gretzky jersey. And I was like, yo, there's Julia. Oh, that's Dave. Holy shit, that jersey is so fresh. And I didn't come and introduce myself because I knew that I just was not going to stop talking to you about your jersey. <laughs> and I just knew that's it was going to be like way over the top. Julia is actually the sports nut, and so like, Dave's I just, a poser. I'm, I just <laughs> love that. It's funny because it's an Oilers jersey, and I got the Dab shirt on. So. Oh yeah. You know, my, like, I didn't even make that mental. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to give you something. Maybe it can be for the Rat Boys fan. Moving out. This is a precious uh, family heirloom. This is a Wayne Gretzky headliner. Yeah. He's about, to, he's about to shoot that puck. He's, he's very good at passing, too. <laughs> the most, super glue that the most unassuming dash. greatest athlete ever. Look at that. He just looks like a dad. Um, you. All right, all right, Dave, come on. Put it down. In the business. Um, y'all have been busy this summer? Mm-hmm. Torn a lot? Fun. Yeah. Yes. Repping that GM, brand new record. Trying. Uh, home for a few days, and then what do you got? Diet Sake next, right? Yes, we're leaving on Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. That yeah. band's big. Yeah, they're, they're doing cool things. Um, how's it been playing these songs out? Songs that you've also been sitting on for a really long time. It's felt really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fun because we've played with a bunch of different drummers, so each yeah. time it sounds different and fresh. And there's a few songs that Dave doesn't really have 
set parts on guitar, so he kind of just stole my question. Whoops, <laughs> he kind of just does different things. Every well, that's night, been one of the fun really things fun. about about seeing you all a few times this summer is that like these songs feel really loose. It feels like there's a lot of room for you to kind of do whatever. And yeah, I've yeah. seen you three times with three different drummers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I was watching you at Wicker Park Fest with Marcus, and I turn to Marcus, and I'm like, Marcus played drums on one of the tours. And I was like, does Dave just play whatever he wants? And he was like, yeah, dude, he just vibes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty accurate. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Well, West Side, uh, first song you can play, uh-huh. song IGN. Um, it's my favorite. Is it? Mm-hmm. I like it a lot, too. Thanks. I feel like it's got such a... Speaking like, of vibey. Vibe. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Tell me about finding that vibe. This song has a really specific, like, I remember exactly where I was and when, when yeah. it happened. And I say happened for a reason, because this is, the stream of consciousness thing that Chris was talking about is really ap- appropriate. You mean um, the stream of consciousness thing that Chris championed and started? Yes. And... Trademarked. <laughs> yeah. The, the innovation that Chris invented. Yeah. yeah. It was, Some um, great being around creators. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like Adam or something. Yeah. Garden of Eden. Yeah, I... I, uh, there's only two times that I can really say that I, like, sat down and challenged myself to press record and just, like, let whatever happen, happen, and then it turned into a, like, it was just a song from So the what get-go. you sent me, that demo, is... Was, it was, wow. like, the first, like, it was as it was happening. Yeah. No, so, and yeah, so that's on SoundCloud. We tried. The lyrics ended up being really weird, just, like, it's, sometimes you just kind of, like, let whatever, like, language just emerges from within yeah. and like sometimes it's usually really stupid and a lot of the same words but like yeah. sometimes just crazy stuff comes out and that's what happened this time yeah that's awesome I was really stoned and it, it was it was a summer this was 2012 it was a summer when Dave and I were like estranged as dramatic as that sounds uh-huh. so I was really sad yeah but I didn't realize how sad, sad I was I think because once I stopped and pressed stop I was like Holy shit, like, that was some really <laughs> depressing stuff. So, but then when I like put it on SoundCloud and posted it on Facebook for some ridiculous reason, because it's like pretty, pretty all over the place. But yeah. Dave, I remember commented with a smiley face, and like yeah. we were not talking at that point, so I was wow. like, fuck, like that's Here it a is. good sign. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. me in the same way, so let me tell you. But this song is really strange because it doesn't really have like a home base, there's no real like root note so yeah it's fun to play yeah awesome mm-hmm. yeah. should we do it yeah okay hopefully it will be loud enough <clears throat>
west side I came home I let it ride I fall asleep to memories of my dreams never on the ocean I was always a saint you're telling me I'm not faint I'm just a Song yeah, me. yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's when it kicks in. I think it's like kind of the the moment where the record kind of like sets itself up to be like just a little bit different. Chill as fuck. Yeah, chill as fuck <laughs> for sure. Um, but that's a real like case of revision. Like the when you listen to the original, which is like public domain on the internet. Uh huh. I was fucking around so much, and like there's so much fat. That, that was Dave's like phrase when we were demoing all these songs he was like we gotta trim this fat there's like 
ridiculous amounts of lyrically shit or no the lyrics pretty much stayed the same but uh-huh. like there's lots of chords and stuff that didn't need to be there so it tightens up like the riff the down yeah, down yeah, I only yeah. did that once in the original and Dave uh-huh. was like we gotta do that like oh, six or seven times that's the freaking yeah cause yeah. you just like it's got a it's got a really interesting pace to it too and what I like about that song is that it really it breaks from your you know your songs tend to be stories and that one like it's very vague yeah not sure it's the weed talking yeah <laughs> no it's subconscious total stream of consciousness yeah you want to play a folk song for jazz yeah we, I chose this one uh, for Chloe because the song's about my dog Jazz who passed away in 2015 but she and Chloe would have been like total homies like yeah. sorority sisters chilling at the beach you know tongue, what tongues out hates other dogs but that jazz, but this is the thing. Jazz is so submissive because uh-huh. she was like bullied by her sister yeah. the whole time until She's Blues a died. Bully. Yeah. So, but jazz would fit right in because yeah. she would just. All right, I, I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. And she, she did, she did, she, did, she her tongue was always out too. Is you got good, uh, you got good pet names in this time. Jazz and blues. Elvis. Jazz and Elvis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now we got gumbo. It's like a Mega Man type of situation. Also. I'm so happy you're here, Dave. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to take this opportunity to uh, shout out the Modest Mouse song that I rip off in this song. <laughs> Very intentionally. Yeah. Um, what's it called? It's All Nice on Ice, All Right, the last song on Lonesome Crowded West. Hell yeah. One of the bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that so rules. I'm just trying to steal their ideas. Um, let's do it. I'm also trying to sing really fucking low, so this is probably going to be hard to project. We got, but... a, we got a professional. Okay, cool. <laughs> low notes. Ready? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four. Humbly laying fast asleep 
She was fast asleep throughout. Perfect. Perfect. Mission accomplished. Um, For all the hating on Half Step Down, I'm doing it. Oh! No one can't stop me. Boo. That's okay. It's easier to see. I wasn't hating. Just need to put the capo behind this. Yeah. Put the capo behind the first row of tuning pegs. You gonna play Peter the Wild Boy? Per your request, Tim. Request, Tim. I did it. request this. And we talked about it. I'm very down. Um, when you were here in June, but uh, you mind refreshing us on the story of Peter? Yeah, this was something I just came across on the internet. Um, my friend Liz and I are like, sometimes when we're together, we just get into some crazy, like, rabbit holes. Um, and we were talking about feral children and just together looking in the, on the internet about it. Yeah. found this story of this guy, Peter, who lived in Germany in like 1720 or something and uh, was a feral child chilling and uh, was discovered by this group of hunters who coincidentally was like led by King George I of uh-huh. England. So naturally they were super fascinated by this strange human that lived like an animal um, yeah. and couldn't talk. Um, so they brought him back to England, kind of like a Pocahontas. If, you know, if anyone's seen the second Pocahontas movie, it's so bad. Straight to so, video. So so bad. Yeah, the one oh, where yeah. she's like in London. It's uh-huh. like the most god awful. Yeah, like, it's, it's bad. Girl but, in a big city or what? <laughs> she's like dancing yeah. at the ball. I don't know. It's <laughs> fucked up. But um, I'd imagine that he had a similar experience. He lived like with the king and his people forever like, yeah. until they died and he lived to be like 75. So. Feral children inter- uh, story is really interesting to me just because they feel like they're myths. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah, and I think true. like listening to listening to this song I was kind of I caught myself you know reminding myself that like this is a thing that happened and not even that long ago. Yeah. Um, and probably happening right now. What do you mean? There's Somewhere. A kid, there's a kid out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe. What, what strikes me about your telling of this story is the empathy that you have for Peter. What, yeah. What is it, you think? I think it's just trying to, like, figure out where we draw the line, like, what's human? Like, yeah. how are you an animal? But we still share so much. I don't know. Just trying to figure that out. Yeah. what makes us who we are um, but the thing is like for this one I don't remember where I was or when or whatever like uh-huh. truly zero memory of writing this song so if someone told me it wasn't mine I wouldn't be able to like argue <laughs> I'd be like fuck you're probably right I don't know like it's so weird um, except I like there is the line about like the year that he died, the United States dollar was born. And I distinctly remember it. Because on Wikipedia, you can click anything. So, yeah. like, it said, like, born in, or died in, like, 1792 or whatever. Uh-huh. And I clicked, because there's a link, 1792. And it says everything that happened that year. Yeah. So I do remember, like, like just looking through the, the 1792 article on Facebook, or on Wikipedia. God damn, not Facebook. And um, it's everywhere. seeing that the U.S. dollar died. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but do you remember the last? Do you remember writing the last line? Kinda, yeah. Let's talk about. I it. I must have been on my bed, like I don't know, in Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this song's super old. Like I first demoed it in like 2010. Really? Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that Did we finally... Did you say that it almost didn't go on the record? Yeah, we, we were planning... That? So this is the last song on GN, and we were planning uh-huh. to do, like, a rocker yeah. for the last song, which we actually did end up recording in May, so it'll be out soon. But oh, cool. um, the rocker is kind of about having a toxic friend, and the hook is, like, you're a big-hearted liar, and you know what you are. Yeah. And that would just feel really weird to, like, end the album on that, like, yeah, negative sure. note. So this... At the last second, we were like, we can't, like... Yeah, that. yeah, so we we're just going to send everyone home this. in tears. Yeah. All right. You want to play it? <laughs> yeah. Just do something, Dave. We didn't practice. We didn't practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to do
you. Thanks for having us, Tim. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you remember where that last line came from? Mm, not really. I mean, just, you know, just thinking a lot. Can't stop thinking about him. When we talked in June, um, no, you. Um, you sent me that record a, a couple days before we talked, and anybody's listening to, every, anybody who listens to this show, um, I lost both of my grandfathers this summer, and um, I remember I was, uh, I just got back from the service for one, and was waiting for the call for the other, and I listened to this record several times that night and um, the first time you played the, the first time I heard that song I just burst into tears and um, thank you for doing this and thank you for making that and um, this record was a real good friend to me this summer and I'm super appreciative of it and thanks you brother and, and um, Deanna, Chris, Miranda, this is thank you so much for for doing it and um, and and for coming and and joining me and uh, letting me take part in this uh, this little fantasy, this little pipe dream that I had. Um, I couldn't have asked for uh, five better, more talented beautiful human beings uh, to perform and to take part in it. Um, thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks to Alex for doing sound. Yeah. Um, I want to thank uh, my roommates, Wills and Anna and uh, my former roommate Scott who was so helpful all, all three of these people have been so helpful in, in um, just being ears because um, I'm I think about this show a lot it means a lot to me I'm so humbled uh, to have all of you here uh, for this and the fact that any of you give a shit about it it's just I can't I can't I can't <laughs> um, thank you again for coming every, every single one of you thank you for being here and uh, thank you for, for sharing this, this evening with, uh, with us the two of us um, this is the part where I Say it, right? Thanks, Bubba.